Hats. Brando, how are you, man? I'm still good. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just screw up. We've, we're going to do that again. Um, we're just about to have a guest on. Yep. Um, but just before that, I just wanted to do a quick show for something else that's nothing to do with us, but um, I think it deserves a show. So somebody reached out to ask if we would ha- we could have Jeremy from ABEB. Can we say who? Uh, Jen the Farmer? I just did. just did. Hi, yeah. Jen the Farmer. Thanks for reaching out, Jen. Appreciate it. Um, so ABIB is the Australian Bitcoin industry body. Mm-hmm. They're running a petition. Yes. Explain. Okay, so I'll just read the petition reason, and then I, and then all the details are going to be below. Um, so, the Reserve Bank of Australia, RBA, holds almost no real money on Australian soil. Australia's foreign currency reserves comprise uh, $87.5 billion as of March 23, 88% of which are unbacked, i.e. fiat currency. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, less than 8% of the RBA's foreign exchange holdings are in gold, uh, 99.9% of which are stored in the Bank of England, not even in Australia. The, right? gold, the gold is? Yeah, the actual gold. Yeah, right. Um, and I was, I'll get to another thing very quickly. Um, as as supply of fiat, fiat currency is un, as supply of fiat currency is unlimited, its purchasing power will decrease until it has no value. This can be observed throughout history and uh, in what does that word say? Intuited. Yep. Is that how you say that? Yep. Through through logic. Um, Bitcoin, an open source software protocol launched in two thousand and nine, is the securest form of money in existence. It has a capped and known supply, making it superior to gold. Uh, and it's native to the internet, enabling global transactions of any size. Bitcoin is the only truly decentralized cryptocurrency and will not be captured by the actions of a nation state. It is the only cryptocurrency that can serve as global money. The sovereign nation of El Salvador has recognized Bitcoin's enormous potential and adopted it as legal tender. The Bank of International Settlements endorses banks holding up to 2% of assets in cryptocurrency. Nations slowest to adopt Bitcoin will be hurt uh, the most because Bitcoin's fixed and known supply will cause its price in fiat terms to dramatically increase as demand for it rises. Petition request. We therefore ask the House to legislate that the RBA um, must hold 2% of foreign currency reserves in Bitcoin in self-custody. That's the petition. We're not asking... I'm not saying either way. I just want people to be aware of it. Um, I think it's a good idea. I have my reservations with ABIB. Nothing to do with the guys. We can talk about that. We're, we're going to have Jeremy on at a different point. We'll have a discussion about that. Yep. But uh, we did want people to be aware of the petition. The petition is closing. Uh, the closing date for signatures is the 12th of July. So you've got f- uh, two weeks, guys. Um, if that's something, if you think that RBA should be holding 2% of foreign currency reserves in Bitcoin, the, there is a petition there for you to support that. And it's, yeah, I strongly recommend that you, you do. Um, but we'll have Jeremy on a longer discussion later on. But I would point them to Dale's pod. Yes. Um, with Jeremy, which was just released in the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, what's that called, Brendo? Uh, the Why Bitcoin, Bitcoin Show. Show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and with Dale Warburton. Um, that's a, I just listened to it today. It was good. It is good. It's really yeah. good. So um, if you want more on the story, that will tell you the whole story. But um, yeah. Okay. Now we'll go to the guest. Okay. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life. Hats. Brendo, how are you, man? I'm well. Where are we? Oh, we're freezing again. We're back in not, my house. It's not even cold. Back to the garage. Yeah. 
You're oh, rich. actually, did you say garage or garage? Garage. Garage. Yeah, oh, that's even garage. Worse. I don't like the servo thing either. I can never get used to that. Server? What yeah. do you call it? Garage. Oh. <laughs> Petrol station, if I'm being really posh. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, back in the back in the garage, back to back to normal. Well, your wife got home, kicked you, immediately kicked us both out of the house. Yeah, well, to be honest, I, I think I'm already in the doghouse. What'd you do? Um, I was smoked in a car. Oh, and she smelt it. So yeah, I'm, I might be crashing here tonight. Okay, I'll make you up a bed. Yeah. Um, we have a guest. We do. Uh, you, you you introduce the guest because you've had the correspondence. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Dominic, Dom, um, how Good are night. you? Don't, oh, so, don't, you. so you reached out on Noster um, to uh-huh. to tell us about a project. Um, the project is called, I think, eighty eight Sats, and it's a sort of it's a golf related project. So we were immediately the years pricked up, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't we play, but we don't call ourselves golfers. But oh, it's just, you are, you are. I'm not. Yeah, tell your friends. Um, <laughs> but um, and we've had a bit of back and forward, and. We decided it was a it's a good idea to have this chat, and we'll go we'll get into what the back and forward is about as well. But could you firstly sort of introduce yourself, um, where you where you're based, and give us just a headline what the project is and 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 why you you're involved? Yeah, no problem. So yeah, uh, my name's Dom. Um, I'm just a humble pleb from down in Victoria. Uh, live about two hours east of Melbourne in the Strasleky Ranges. Um, lone coiner really until now so um yeah i'm pretty recent to bitcoin i've only sort of been in since april 2022 um and have pretty much kept it to myself for the most part um been on this this journey all all on my lonesome um yeah and i've been off social media for for years probably eight years or so I got off of Facebook and I've never been on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. Um, I thought it was a bit better for my mental health to be away from all of that. And then through Bitcoin, I everyone kept talking about this Nosta, Nosta thing. It was coming up in everybody podcast and uh, looked into it. I'm denied about whether I should get, get involved in social media again and decided to have a go. So I'm not very good at social mediaing, but Within about two days of being on there, I stumbled across a, a project of a guy out of Canada um, called 88 Sats. Um, yeah. guy's name's Jaw, and he r- runs with his brother Reggie a, a golf company, just a little bespoke golf company in Canada, in Manitoba. And they make uh, head covers, custom leather head covers and um, apparel and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for golf, and they had this project called 88 Sats, which they they want to get a whole heap of people together, teach them about Bitcoin, and pull together resources to hopefully hodl and one day have enough Sats to to buy their own golf course. So they've put it out. They've got 88 88 shareholders. So. Um, the buy-in was eight hundred eighty-eight thousand eight hundred eighty-eight sats. So whatever whatever time you get in, that's how much in fiat value it costs you. Mm-hmm. When I stumbled across it, I think they were into the high seventies. They they got people on board. So I jumped on online, watched 
couple of videos that he had on YouTube and a um, couple of red flags sort of popped up, which we'll probably get into a bit later. Yep. And then had some extra stuff on there, monthly meetings. So I watched those monthly meetings, thought, shit, these blokes are actually fair income here. So sent him a message and said, I'd love to be involved. Um, and he replied and said, mate, you realise we're in North America. Um, you probably you realise this course, if we ever buy one, is going to be in North America. <laughs> and I just said to him, I said, mate, if this works out, that's the least of my worries. Mm. Like, I'll, just, I'll just buy a house on the golf course, no worries. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so jumped on board and he sort of used my story a little bit on his podcast. I, I, I didn't go on it, but he mentioned my story and that I'd jumped on board from across the Pacific and they the last sort of 10 spots got snapped up straight away. I think there's a lot of people sitting on the fence, humming and ahhing whether to to get into it. So, And the beauty of it is there's only about eight blokes that have ever had any exposure to Bitcoin, so there's about 80 others that are complete newbies. Oh, wow. Oh, that weren't Bitcoins before this? Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So they have yeah, had to buy they've had to buy Bitcoin to contribute the eight 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 or is that what's happened or yeah, yeah okay, okay. Yeah, he was he was adamant he wouldn't accept wouldn't accept fiat. He he would help people out. Um That's good. teach them and set up with wallets. Um Joe does quite a few tutorials and stuff online on his YouTube channel. Um so yeah, he's got everyone set up and hopefully down the track end up with a golf course and end up with 88 maxis i mean i've got a thousand questions but... yeah before well, before well, before we go down the golf route i'd yeah, just yeah. like to ask how in the fuck did you find bitcoin without social media like what was your entry point yeah so i suppose people talk about doing your, your proof of work and stuff like that. I, I've sort of done proof of work in other ways in the lead-up. So I was, I was sort of primed, I suppose. Um, I know I know, Edo slash Carnival was a big thing in the Bitcoin community. I'd gone down that rabbit hole years ago. Regenerative agriculture, that sort of stuff, I'd gone down those rabbit holes. So I was sort of primed, but... I had I had multiple touch points like everyone has and just never never grasped that I suppose so yeah I mean I was working overseas in 2012 and I remember hearing about it didn't give it a second thought and then lots of little touch points um, throughout the years people talking about it at work and I just thought you know, I'm I'm smarter than you guys you guys are all going to get wrecked here um, and then it just wouldn't couldn't die. So um, uh, with the pandemic and everything that's sort of gone on, I, I probably got a bit, a little bit black-pilled, I suppose. I was a little bit nihilistic after everything had gone on. And I listened to a podcast called Trigonometry, and I've been listening to it for years. So uh, Constantine Kisson and Fraser Foster, a couple of comedians out of the UK. And in April, April last year, they had Saifedean. A moose song. Oh, wow. Um, okay. The title was Money and Crypto for Dummies. Um, and I listened to that and it just just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was expecting to listen to it and think this is, yeah, this is just a scam. I'm going to stay away from it. But 
having someone actually explain what money is and the way that he explained it in that episode just really resonated with me. Yeah. Um, and to their de- detriment, I haven't listened to their podcast since because I've <laughs> been listening to 30 <laughs> plus hours of podcasts a week on so, Bitcoin yeah, okay. content. Yeah. Um, Including ours, obviously. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, only recently, only recently found you boys. Well, I'm glad I have. So, oh, um, oh do go on. Okay. No, no. <laughs> like, Safedine is an absolute master of explaining something in a way that is, it's just logical. It might be complicated, but it's still logical. You can, you can listen and you can go, oh, I don't fully understand what that guy's talking about but i know that he's right you know there's you know that kind of feeling and i think if you listen to anything like that on any topic really and somebody who's as good a um good well a, i get that with sailor sometimes as well yes like he's, same, he's got better, amazing, actually better amazing analogies like uh, yes some of the best but yeah. and you're like i couldn't yeah, fully... I was... sorry please go on go on oh, that's right i was just gonna say i think there was a line in his in that um podcast where he said i'm so i'm not going to tell you how not going to tell you how the car works. I'm going to tell you what the car does, yeah. and that's the way he explained Bitcoin. He didn't get too technical, yeah, um, but really laid out the the fundamentals of it. Um, and it, it, yeah, it really really clicked with me. So you then started looking or seeking out additional Bitcoin related content, and then eventually bought some for yourself. Um, and then just you've just been purely self taught. Is that what's happening? Yeah, pretty much. So I just, I mean, I listened to that podcast and by the time when I got to work, I bought the Bitcoin standard and the fiat standard straight away and sort of read those, which is a bit of a rite of passage. Um, but yeah, just just a lot of podcasts. Um, yeah, a little bit of everything, to be honest. Um, listen to a bit of the Bitcoin, uh, Blue Collar Bitcoin Boys as yep. well. Which is a good little segue because I know Dan's a keen golfer yeah. um, on that. So, and through listening to that, um, learned about Daz, Daz B, um, and the work he's doing with Looking Glass Education. And it was actually Daz that I reached out to on Noster after one of his one of his um, podcasts where he was talking about his home mining setup. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing some renovations here, and I'm, I was flirting with the idea. So I reached out to him and sort of um, asked if he had any worksheets or some guidance on home mining and he yep. teed, up, teed up a call and um, I got talking to him and got talking about this little project and he said, you should hit up two bit idiots. They're into their golf. So uh, I'm like, who the hell? Go. Okay, we didn't know that. We, oh, know we, you know, we love our dads here. Well, I do. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's why, I'm gro- that's why I'm growing the beard, just so I can well, yeah. feel feel closer to Daz. <laughs> Love you, Daz. Um, Daz a top bloke, and he works incredibly hard as well. He does, and he's smart as shit. He gives, yeah, he talks that down, but he's smart as shit as well. He reads like an absolute beast. Mm. Um, but he's practical too. Um, so he's able to talk, you know, electricity that most of us can't do, right? Um, do you mind? talking at all about your what, what you do in fiat world uh, for work or just just generally like yeah no worries yeah, I, so i work in healthcare and in cancer care okay um so radiation therapist um so yeah a lot of experience talking with 
talking with people, talking with older people. Um, I've always been the person that at the 21st birthday or the 30th that's in the corner talking to some old bloke about his prostate. So <laughs> no issues talking to older people. You're going to fan um, perfectly our bush bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, okay, cool. But yeah, that's okay. That's, but that's not obvious. Like, we don't, like that wouldn't – that's slightly unusual. I'd say, what, like, more, he's a radiation therapist. No, I just – it mostly tends to be finance or engineering type-minded people, I think. And that's good. I'm I'm happy to hear that. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously there's all sorts, but um, but maybe the rural thing. Okay, I'm just trying to pick. I'm just trying to plot. Yeah. What, how? Yes, yeah, so I've never really thought thought twice about money. To be honest, I'm pretty useless <laughs> with money as it goes. But yeah, I mean, country boy, born and bred in Gippsland down here. Um, trained in the city in Melbourne and worked worked overseas. Travelled around a bit. Worked in Switzerland for a year. Uh, UK for two years, um, and then Tassie, and then Brisbane for a little bit as well, or Toowoomba, and then home to Roost. So I've been back here for seven years. Yeah, nice. So and, do, you, and love it. do you find it hard not to talk about Bitcoin to all these oldies? <laughs> Look, I've I've sort of worked my way up into more of a, as much as I hate it, middle management role so i'm sort of tucked away so i don't have that much exposure with the public i do love getting out on the tools to be honest but um i i try not to talk about bitcoin too much well i'm just not i'm just not used to speaking about it to be honest i've got a bitcoin mug and if it's on a friday we can wear whatever we want so i might rock me satoshi t-shirt and get a few quizzical questions but People are oblivious, mostly. Have you ever met anybody in your in your world that is like you're wearing your Satoshi T-shirt and somebody gets excited, or has that never happened yet? It's happened once, yeah. I was at the local pub after we won we won a cricket flag, and the, on Mad Monday, I was at the pub, and the young girl behind the till complimented me, complimented my shirt, um, but I was a bit I was a bit too pissed. To, have a conversation to be honest, but I haven't seen her back at the pub since, so uh, they are around. Okay, that's that's kind of cool as well. Um, and it's okay, so let's segue to the golf, right? So you are a golfer, right? I'm guessing you've always been a golfer, or what's the story there? Yeah, always been a, a golfer, social golfer, never really taken it too seriously. Um, I mean, I grew up playing cricket and footy, like most rural kids. Had a year off when I had a fallen out with my coach back when I was 16 at yeah. footy and went and played golf. For a winter, but other, other than that, I just love getting out and having a hit. Who was in the room? Um, you were the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Probably me, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> There's the trait, right? There's the yeah, trait. Yeah, I just yeah. found it already. Um, <laughs> it's agreeable, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I've, so I've never taken it too seriously, but I love getting out with golf. I'm always thinking about playing more golf, but never actually really doing it, to be honest. So. Uh, um, yeah, so my probably where golf really clicked for me a little bit was when I was living overseas. I was living in Switzerland, um, and my wife and I were. She was my fiance at the time. We were, she was living in the UK, and I was living in Switzerland. And had a lot of time apart, a lot of time to read books and things. I don't know whether you boys, you boys aren't both golfers, are you, or is it just hats? 
Oh, oh no, like I like golf. I love going out, but I'm just shit. So you yeah. can't call me a golfer. I'm a hack, I suppose. What would you call <laughs> someone like me? I don't think you're oh, as bad as you think you, you know are. You know how I know you're lying? Because you, your voice got really <laughs> hot. You're no. Okay. Well, uh, well, what we've done in the last two times, I've given you, I've given you a shot a hole, and you've beaten me both times. So, and I'm not I'm, like I'm not a great standard either. But, but um, it doesn't mean mean I'm good. Just, no, you're you're, but, you're anyway. Anyway, whatever. You're not as bad as you think you I are. I love it. I do love golf. It's and, like great. Th- that's my my Bitcoin retirement dream is just to play golf. But it's yeah. hugely time intensive golf right you you know you need yeah. five hours so that's it's great when you're a young guy because you've got tons of hours and you just go and play golf for two rounds a day mm. and then when you get to this age you're like oh when can i get five hours it's yeah. difficult right yeah, yeah. but um but yeah um, so there was a book that i read when i was in switzerland that really sort of triggered it for me i don't know whether you're familiar the, the book's called golf in the kingdom by a guy called michael murphy um it's got a cult status really it's a bit of an odd book like half of it's about airy fairy sort of yoga very spiritual sort of stuff i mean it was written back in the 70s yeah, you've lost, you've lost me already is, <laughs> but the other half is just about golf and about the uh the spiritual side of golf and the mental side of golf and it, that book probably got me at the right time in my life and um very low time preference so th- there's a quote in the book um that i think is apt that says it says you're making a great mistake if you think the game is meant for the shots uh the game is meant for walking for mm. if you can enjoy the walking you can probably enjoy the other times in your life when you're in between and that's most of the time wouldn't you say that's, and that really resonates with me that's pretty good a lot of time i gotta always be looking forward to every two weeks my wife and I'd fly, she'd fly from London to say Barcelona and I'd fly from Zurich to Barcelona and then we'd have two weeks apart again. And that sort of mentality of the time between shots and learning to enjoy that time um, really stuck with me. And I think it'll probably, it should hold me in good stead for Bitcoin, hopefully, with the Massively. bull and the bear Massively. markets and and learning learning to enjoy the, the time between. So. Yeah, so, I, I suppose if you zoom out like that, got Bitcoin's just one big game of golf, to be honest. Just a bloody long time between shots. So you were April 22, is that what you said? Correct, yeah. And when when did we peak? 21, November 21-ish. You tell me, I don't, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think that was it, yeah. So you were kind of coming in on a quite a downtrend there. I, I was oblivious to Bitcoin in 2021. Didn't yeah. really register. Someone said to me, you know, I should buy some Bitcoin, and I told them, I'll, I'll stick with real things. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now I realise it's probably the most real thing there is in the world. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I so I got it. I caught the knife as it came down. Um, thought I'll put a bit of study into this before I buy anything, and, the more you learn, the more you get itchy fingers and want to get get involved. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've just been stacking away. So, I haven't done the maths, but I'm probably must be up now. I think, but mm. but you're a regular. Yeah, I don't care how much you have, man. How much you stack doesn't. It's none of my business. But like, you're just a regular DCA guy. Is, is that what you do? Pretty much. That's yeah. that's that's yeah. incredible to, to get to that point. Just so like a year and end. by himself. About, about your, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't mean that in a patronizing way. Like, it took me a, such a long time to work out that I wasn't cleverer than that. 
and I, I wouldn't i wouldn't be i wouldn't be there but it also shows you that the 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 messaging that's coming out from um bitcoiners now i think is better yes like and there's yeah, more of it said, there's yeah, from different angles yeah, yeah. and people can come in at different sides now mm. and still find a good solid you know, just, message just a follow. trove of information there, there, there is but there's that also means there's a whole load of shit coin stuff to wade through too there's more of that as well mm. but um if yeah. you, can, did you, you managed to did you avoid that completely or sorry i didn't miss that oh, shit coin for a week yeah um <laughs> about five percent five percent in shit coins for about a week and then yeah i was watching some videos and i'm like this is this is bullshit so yeah sold those up pretty quick smart and i've just been bitcoin only um mm-hmm. But yeah, it came pretty thick and fast. I, I built a node within three weeks and had a node up and running and yes. playing around with lightning and all that sort of stuff. So, so you're technically minded, or you're following like a Katan or a Ben, or what are you doing? Like, how what's happened there? Yeah, P, yeah, good old BTC sessions and yep. those sort of guys. Yeah, I'm not not technically technically minded. Like I've had to run a few things on command line when the node's gone down and that's way out there i think i'm a bloody nuclear engineer it feels good though doesn't it you feel good it does yeah yeah i've had a couple of nights up till midnight thinking i bricked bricked me node but managed to bring it back yes well done well done um we go golf yeah we better go sorry (laughs) all right so you keep trying to (laughs) yeah no sorry no it's good that's really that's great that's really interesting it's amazing the speed as well um, so the golf thing, you you came across this project where some ga- some guys have got together. They wanted to buy a golf course, but they're but they're, the re- the way they're going to do that is they're going to take investment from eighty eight people of eight hundred eighty eight thousand eight hundred eighty sats and hold it for how long? Like, what are they saying? And what what's the what's the ambition? Have they have they thought that through? Yeah, so it's fairly loose and. Um, they say on his first video, he said sort of hold it for five to ten years. But I think he, I think Joe realizes that it's more like ten to fifteen years, um, depending on how much you grow. I the... disagree, but go on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it depends how you grow the fund as well. Obviously, yeah, growing the fund at the front end has bigger benefits um, yeah. than growing it down the track. Um, yeah, so my. My bullshit meter is usually pretty strong and I think Jaw knows that I treat everyone as a scammer until they prove me otherwise. Um, so he's not he's not anonymous. He's he's out there. He's got his own golf company. He's got a network. Most of the people in this 88 he knows firsthand or a lot of them, a big percentage of them. So the trust model is... From my perspective, you can't get rid of trust completely in relationships. So mm. I've had to go out on a bit of a limb. I think he would admit he probably has run with his ideas, um, and he's still got, there's still a bit to, to process within the the group of the ADA. So it's still working through the legal side of things and setting up the. The corporation or however that they want to do it um and also the the way that the funds are held as well and he said it's the last thing he thinks of before he goes to sleep and it's the first thing he thinks of in the morning is getting it right um how you custody that in a multi-sig who who are your multi-sig participants 
who's holding the keys. So yeah, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a scammer until it's all until we've got that golf course. That's the way mm. I look at it. Um, but you but that's cool that you're going into it with your eyes wide open in that sense. Like yeah. it is, you you do realize what you, you're taking a punt. I mean, there's nothing to stop anybody, you know, taking a some chunk of Bitcoin, putting it in a cold storage um, wallet, and Walking leaving away. themselves and waiting. To buy their own golf course, right? That's yeah, perfectly that's right. Poss- possibly too possible too. When you first sent us the information, we, we Brenda and I sat down, we watched one of the presentations, and it, we were like, "Oh, this is this is amazing!" This is and then there was two things that hit us like a ton of bricks. One, yeah. one was um um uh, what was it? Where what was it? Say? There was the blockchain. There was words that the blockchain was still to be decided, yeah. and that there were NFTs to be issued. And we just went, "Oh, hang on a second, yeah, right? Yeah. What's happening yeah. here?" So we went back. We came back with that to you. And what you said to us, well, you came back with a, an amazing response, which was like, which basically was, you know, that's it, that is exact same red flag pinged for me as well. Mm. Um, so it's been a, what I'm trying to get to, it's been a process. The guys aren't 100% certain how it was going to go themselves and they're working and it's moving with the impression I get is towards a more maximalist, you know, golfing idea, right? Is that fair? Is that, is that what you see? Yeah, that's right. And I think, I think Joel would admit he's, He's on the, the journey as well, and he, he's 100% Bitcoin now, but he's not one of these people, I think, that likes to cover up his tracks about what he's done. Um, he, going back through his videos, there has in the past been a little bit of shit coinery, um, and he admits that, and he admits he's, he's 100% all Bitcoin, and going forward, the constitution of this thing is 100% Bitcoin. The yeah, the NFT and the blockchain thing did raise big flags for me at the start, and mm-hmm. I've spoken to Joe about this, and all I think all he was looking at was coming up with some digital bag tag. You know the bag tag you get when you join a golf club; they give you the tag that goes goes on yeah. your bag to yeah. signify that you're in the club. They were looking at having some sort of digital version of a bag tag to signify that you were within it. They they weren't looking at selling it to anyone. Um, uh, he's realised that yeah, it doesn't align with the the project, um, and that there'll be ev- never anything that's not Bitcoin only in, involved in this. So, and and I guess to be fair, that video or the link that was that you sent was an older. Yeah, it was. A, I think it probably was a bit older, or and then, twelve months or something. Yes, yeah, so, it was uh, a while back. Um, and yeah. um, also, if you're you're saying that like ninety percent of the people involved are n- new to Bitcoin, like. It's totally understandable that somebody could not, un, you know, not get this right, yeah, um, and, and and not understand the things that were important. But you just have to have people within the project who have a good understanding who can help steer people in the right direction. Mm. Um, the thing that is the most interesting thing to me here is not necessarily the project. Oh, I'm a golfer, love it, and I, you know, I'd love to own part of a golf course. That sounds great, right? But the most interesting thing is you're going to have 88 blocks, women, whoever it is involved, who are golfers who are I've got, got this shared interest, but I've also found this shared interest in Bitcoin and it's going to create a community, right? And it's going to, like, over a long period of time, none of you are getting into this thinking you're buying a golf course tomorrow. Mm. Um, so how has that developed? Have, have you have you just been speaking to this one person or are there other people involved? Is there Are there meetings? How does that work? Yeah, so we've, they've got a, they use Discord quite a bit. Yeah, so there's a Discord group for the 88 founders, so everyone's invited onto that, and we all, pretty much all of us, have gone on there and give a bit of an introduction about what we do, what we do for work, 
really trying to they're really trying to foster sort of circular economies. Um, if people need need something, go go to the group sort of first. Um, and from my perspective, I mean, I'm a bit of an outsider because yeah, there's I think there's 80, 82 or eighty three from Canada, five from the US, and then there's me. So yeah, yep. what do think of you? What do they think of you? Like, are you at some oddball? Yeah, what do they think of you? I'm the oddball, but it, it's been good because I think Jaw sees me as a I'm a part of the group, but he sees me as someone to bounce ideas off as more of a Bitcoin maxi sort of personality. So he'll send me drafts of stuff he's going to send out to the group and I'll give him my feedback and think I think this works and this 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 works a bit better if you word it like this. And um so yeah, it's been good it's been really good to to be that outsider looking at it. Um I mean it's gonna be awesome to have contacts with these guys and down the track, like even if the course doesn't happen, having touch points if we want to go on a family trip to Canada, got mm-hmm. people to stay with, people to play yeah. golf with. Um yeah, it's just awesome. So they're also so they've got the eighty eight original guys that have bought into it, which will have sort of um, ownership rights and voting rights on how it works, but then they've got a secondary tier, which is part of their their golf company, their golf brand, and that's um, to get other people involved, not at the ownership level, but get them involved in the network as well. And that they'll they they're organising golf tournaments over there. We've got a, a thing called the eighty eight tour, so through a an app called Squabbit, which I've never heard of before. You can just load load your golf course in. Everyone chucks in, I think it's 8,000 sats. And during the week, you play your round and you put your score in. And at the end of the week, whoever comes out on top gets some sats and the rest of the a portion of the sats goes off into the Bitcoin fund. So I've got a weekly golf tournament. I mean, I don't play every week, but I've got a weekly golf tournament with blokes from North America. So... That's really cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have you considered if there's a potential for doing something closer to home yourself, or like, what's what's your thought? Yeah, about? I'm, I'm interested. I mean, really interested. Like, I think it's got a lot of potential. Firstly, to get people into Bitcoin, um, to learn about it, and then the payoff it. The other end is huge. I don't, I'm just a simple bloke that's done the one job for most of his life, so I, I'm still trying to build my own confidence about what I can and can't do. Um, I don't know whether I'd go to the extreme of wanting to buy a golf course, but even things like getting a fund together with a bunch of mates that want to go on golf trips to Scotland or Ireland or Japan or something in a few years' time, getting people to look a bit further down the track, lower their time preference a little bit. Um, something like that would really interest me as well, even if you could get 10 or 20 blokes together to kick in some sats and build a community that way. That's it. Well, if yeah, you can find a way to, to you know, multi-sig and store your coins that everybody's comfortable with. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example. My, my dad's in his, in his 70s and he, has, he I think, has gone – um, on a golf trip with the boys from school every year since they left school, right? So what is that like? Fifty odd years, 50, sixty years nearly. Yeah. Um, 
which is incredible. I love that. I love I know all the guys, you know, they, they've come around my house when I was a boy, you know, on their way to their golf. Track. I thought it was brilliant, right? Are they all still alive? Uh, I I don't know if they're all still alive. Some of them aren't such so mobile or in the golf course anymore. My dad and a few other ones are actually still doing pretty well, but um, the golf's not so good. But but um, but yeah, they've been doing it for and they go all over the place. Like it started very local, and then they've then they've travelled internationally. But I'm just thinking, like, if you took something like this and a group of people that were it didn't have to be golf, but if you're into if you have a shared hobby, to then just have this pool of sats that they sit somewhere and it just sits as your surfing trip as your holiday to France as your, you know, mum's mm-hmm. 50th birthday. Like, it's just a savings account, right? But it's a savings account with a ma- with an upside that's just so massive that it could transform people's lives. And in the meantime, it it, it builds community around about the, whatever the thing is that you're into, right? Exactly. And, I mean, that's probably one thing I'm really keen to do is to get outside my current circles a bit, and that's sort of why I joined NOSTA and, um, sort of reached out to you boys as well. Um, like I've tried, I've I organise a golf trip every year down to the Mornington Peninsula, and this year I offered the boys twenty percent off the cost of the trip if they paid in Bitcoin. No way. Not a response. Nobody. Not a response. Not interested. Not interested. Is that because they're Bitcoiners and they're tight asses, or they're just not? They got no idea. <laughs> Got no idea, and yeah, and I don't want to push it on people. Like as I said before, like as Bitcoin was running up in twenty twenty one, I couldn't, I was oblivious. I'm sure there was a lot of people talking about it, and I'm just completely oblivious. So, mm. I, so I do believe. What you is you're thinking there that you're trying to stack some KYC stats, or are you just so desperate to get no, people involved in Bitcoin that you're just happy to take the hit? You're personally, what's happening? Bit of both, Look, there's definitely self incentives there. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to get some non KYC sats, but yeah, just trying to get a few boys involved. I mean, you talk, you bring up the the question of the golf trip every year, and it's like pulling teeth. People are like, oh, I don't know if I can afford it this year. Um, the people's mortgages are getting um, rolled over, mm. so they're really quite stressed. They can't think ahead beyond the sort of immediate 12 months so yeah i, I was trying I, I just was keen to take one for the team uh, it would have paid off in the long run but not interested at all so if i can get out there a little bit and try and get a few guys that are into their golf that are also into bitcoin and try and build it that way um yeah look i'm sure fomo is real people will jump jump on board when they well, they, uh, we yeah, we know a few uh, Bitcoin maxis that are keen golfers. You you got to get yourself to a bush bash, mate. Well, I'm just thinking, right? This is exactly what I was thinking, right? So if you, well, so what Brendan and I have done the last couple of years going, so we've been to Murundi, the one in um, New South Wales, right? There is now one in Beechworth in Victoria. Yep, and Cairns uh, now. Well, Cairns now in, in at the end of July in Queensland. Yeah, there is something in Adelaide, was there not? I don't know, is that formally no, called it? I think they're a, that a, bit a bit of a splinter group. Yes, yeah, yeah. Group. love it. Um, but anyway, so we've not been any further than a New South Wales one. We'd love to go. And there's a one in, you know, Cairns is coming up very shortly. Encourage anybody up there to go to that. But, you know, for the last couple of years on the way down to our, the one that we've been going to, we've just, the day before, we've just gone for a game of golf. Now I'm thinking if there's seven guys that are going along to the Bush Bash that want to go along to Bush Bash, but would happily take an extra day for a go for a go for a hit beforehand, and then you could make it 
it just it, it's just it could be something become something super fun. Yeah, oh shit, yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be. It could be yeah. any of them. It could be all of them. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm slowly I'm dropping the hints to to the missus about the cans bush bash. So mm. doing doing all I can to try and sneak up there for that one. Um, it's a lot she, warmer she, up there this time yeah, of year. Yeah, is she a Bitcoiner? Is she convinced or just letting you do your thing? She's just letting me do my thing at the moment. Um, and she she trusts in that I'm doing the work, um, but she often will remind me that if I fuck this up, you're working yeah. for the rest of your life. And I'm aware of that too. So, But no, she's, yeah. been, she's been supportive. I mean, she's the only person I've really spoken to it about. And in saying that I've in speaking about it, Usually she's doing stuff around the house while I'm blabbering on about Bitcoin and I can tell she's not really listening to me. So. But, but I bet you're just following her wherever she goes. And <laughs> another much, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to explain what mining does and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so she's, she's cool. How, and is that just theoretically, really? I mean, just from listening to podcasts, you've you've got that understanding. Or is this, we're talking about the, your conversation with Daz or like, are you, or practically, have you set up a miner and you're, you know, going off the back of, I don't know, a windmill in in, in Victoria? What's happening there? Like, are you no, no, I was just, no, I was just sort of brain brain farts, really, just thinking about how it could work and all this sort of stuff. So, um, long way from setting up a home miner. Like, I've done the done the maths on the economics. It's not really going to pay off in the immediate term, but mm. yeah. So, probably something hosted. Elsewhere might be the intermediate step, but it fascinates me. I mean, when I first got into it, I mean, I still I want to get away from checking the price, but I'm a, I'm a human. I, I check the price, see what it's doing, but I check mempool dot space more than I check the price these days. Yeah. yeah. See what it's the blocks sad, are doing. Like, was it, were we 216 blocks to clear or something, something like that? Yeah. <laughs> was that right? Let's have a look. I'll have a look. Um, oh, it's, awkward, awkward pause. Awkward while pause you... as we wait for my terrible internet to kick in. Why is that not working? Nothing know. wrong with mempool. It's my it's my phone or my uh, 191 blocks to clear. But yeah. we're going we're getting we're getting through 11 sets. So I mean I don't know whether we'll get back to one by the end of the year, but we're getting we're getting through at a reasonable reasonable <laughs> level now. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff. I mean that's probably the next rabbit hole part of the rabbit hole. I'll branch off down and learn about a bit more in depth. Um, yeah. And how was it when you had that first conversation with Daz? When was he the was he the first face to face? Bitcoin guy, you oh, yeah, the poor bastard. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he was great. I mean, I had some questions about the mining setup and that, but he could probably tell I just wanted to talk about Bitcoin, and he 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 humoured me and asked me about my origin story, and he was generally interested. So um, yeah, it was good good to have him as number one. No, um, the, you've done well. That's yeah, one of those things. It's like if if I give any advice to Loan coiners out there, it's yeah, get get out there. I've got to get out there more and talk to people. It's yeah, you drive yourself insane. As I said to Beck before I came on tonight, I said it all sounds great in my head, but I don't know how it's going to go talking to other people. It's always different when you've got to explain yourself. We we had the same thing on at the Mara uh, first Mara that we went to. Um, it's almost like when you first turn up at year seven in high school and you're like really scared and you're like, yeah, oh, is anyone going to like me? But like immediately, like five minutes in, you're just like, hey, 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 
Hey, this is the best. It's like a conversation you couldn't have up until that point. Yeah, right? yeah. It's and like... then you're like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. yeah. And they're well, sorry. I've talked at people while I'm pissed at the pub. Um, but I've never had anyone reciprocate a Bitcoin <laughs> conversation. <laughs> what what is it going to take at the pub for that conversation to be is it just going to like you you saying before like people are you know the golfing guys they're all of a sudden going oh the, my 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 mortgage bill's gone up i don't know if i can go on trip is it going to be just pain do you think for the most people the, the majority of people before they finally just go hang on maybe there's something wrong here or, or like, what so. is, it, is that what's going to take yeah no, just... i think i think the, the pain um yeah i, I think obviously Hype cycles won't hurt. Some other big bull run won't hurt. And having people there to, to prod people um, as the hype's happening. But I think probably trying to get, I mean, Bitcoin's not just about sort of merchant adoption, but just trying to get it a bit more visible in places as well. So I wouldn't mind trying to get my local cricket club set up so you can take lightning payments for beers and, Mm. And that sort of stuff, just having the like the Bitcoin accepted here sticker and that sort of stuff gets people talking about it. Mm. Um, and I think it's a massive, massively untapped um, potential for sporting clubs to oh. get Bitcoin on their balance sheet. Like I know a local cricket club, they, they might they might sit with twenty grand in the bank account pretty much all the time and. Um, yeah, if you can unleash some potential of that into Bitcoin, do wonderful things for a sporting club. Just everything, man. Like, I read recently that our local town has, like, it's like, you'll maybe know better than me, like 400 or 500 million in the bank. Like, like our, wow. What does that mean? Our local town has... Like, the, the council has... Oh, council. Yeah, has a chunk, like a half a billion dollars in the bank. Oh, no, I don't think it's that much, but yeah, maybe we'll check it out. But, um, even let's call it let's call it 100 million, right? Does it was more going to be it's definitely more than that? But, um, even if they just put half a percent, the, the upside and the the good that that would do to a town is just unbelievable. And across everything, like a little business, a sports club, um, you know, personally, a Scottish football fan where, where there's two big teams in my league and everybody else isn't really anything. A little, if a yeah. little team, if a little team was to do it, it would change the whole face of the sport. It's just what Perth Heat are doing over with the baseball is mm. just phenomenal. It's just, I love this. That's going off in different directions, and you can't possibly contain it. You can't, you can't stay on top of it. You, you don't know what's. We spoke to a hairdresser a couple of weeks ago, mm. who's just orange pill and everything. It's brilliant, right? And you just don't yeah, know. Yeah, I love what's that. That's right. Um, just that's things a, that you don't know. Yeah, but just, that whole grassroots thing—that's where it's where it's really happening. You know? yeah, totally. Like, I couldn't give a shit that BlackRock might have an ETF. No. I couldn't give a shit. It's just one, yeah, okay, it might one be by one by one. I want to see uh, a little local hairdresser somewhere or a golf trip do it and just go nuts and have a great life. And, and as Don was saying, it's like, it's touch points. So, so, so um, BTC Essex, you know, talks about Bitcoin to, you know, Joe Flow, Flow Joe doing the hair and then, yep. You know, a week later, she's somewhere else and there's someone else that talks about it. So it's like, well, hang on, there's something to this. Yeah, and you can't control that, right? So it's who, unstoppable. It, so, like, I have that pin tweet, right? How quickly we could be come on a bit. We, we, we could have been a Bitcoin standard in 33 days if we all committed to Orange Pill oh, and two yeah. people, right? 33 days, that's mental. Yeah. But, and, and I, quite often we'll get people coming back to me and saying, oh, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> like that, that assumes that 
you know, you, you you can you can orange pill somebody in a day and that, yeah, okay, yeah, champ, it does. <laughs> but, champ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But also, you don't know who the person that's going to orange pill Bukele, right? You don't know who that's going to be. You don't know who's going to orange pill Michael Saylor. You don't know who's going to orange, you know, yeah. whoever the next thing is. And yeah. if you just happen to be the person who orange pills one person, and that person becomes the next sailor or whoever it might be, yeah. like that, that impact is so massive. Yeah. Um, people, you know, can't comprehend how quickly this could actually all happen. Yeah. And we just all need to do our bit. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter what it is. It's um, it's sort of infuriating, but you just got to go with it. Like people know there's something wrong. People can sense it. I, like I love the bleed into your show talking about you've sensed it for your whole life. Like, yeah, yeah. People true, right? sense it. My parents can sense it. They're always talking about inflation and tell them, yeah, it's the money. The money's broken and try and drop little hints and um, they feel something's wrong. Um, but, yeah, just trying to get people to take the take the olive branch is difficult. And I try not, I try not to push it on people, especially with my close family. I'm like, Anyone who's got any Bitcoin has got enough if it all goes to plan. So I'm not worried about my my immediate family. But yeah. It'd be nice to get a few more people on board. Uh, yeah, I don't actually... You get to the point where you're like, okay, if, if need be, like I'm the guy who's stacking for them, right? That's you, right. But I, it's not about that. It's not about the money. It's about the taking your family on the journey along with you and them seeing them changing, you know, you said before you, you have this sort of black pill moment and you have, you're just living in this sort of nihilistic world because you can see the problem. You've no idea what the solution is. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, there's a little bit of hope. I'm going to chase yeah. that as far as I can chase it. And you're never going to, you're never going to catch up. And it just makes your life better and better and better. Well, it's like, it's like someone who, um, you know, a friend or a loved one that has mental health issues or is depressed or something. And you want them want to show them that there is, it, it gets better and there there is a light at the end of the tunnel all that kind of i mean it sounds romantic no no it's stuff. true but and i think that's a, a big motivation for why bitcoiners want to orange pill other bitcoiners well do you not remember justin justin who was previously with hardblock and then he was um i think he's working with a bitcoin company now but um he is yeah. so, but well, justin yeah. um was is a, a mental health professional yeah and what his his point and which still sticks to me now is like People, mental health problems are in the majority being caused by people who are living in a way that doesn't fit with the, their their internal belief system. Mm. They're doing something they don't really believe in, and it's mm. driving them into a really horrible place. And all of a sudden, if you can think, oh, my God, if I just do what's best for me here, that's going to help everybody else as well. Mm. Holy shit, I'm going to try hard at that. Like, I think yeah. the best damn Bitcoiners in the world right now and I, I all credit to all the people who are doing it as a business, but the best damn Bitcoiners in the world right now are doing 40-hour weeks and then coming home and starting work. Right? Because yeah. yeah, they know their real work is the Bitcoin. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I often think, shit, if this goes to the moon, uh, I'll quit my job, but I know that I'm never going to stop working. Like, I know that I'll always be doing something. Um, yeah, it's one of those things here. You want to show your kids as well work ethic, so when they grow up, they're they're working hard, not just getting handouts. So, yeah, the, the mind can boggle a bit when you think about where it can go and the time it can give you back. Um, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't be sitting on a beach all the time. Do you um, do you see the um, 
like the problems and solutions in your professional life? Like, are you starting to go, oh, well, I can see how that could help this at work? Or like you're working on something that's important, right? You know, you help. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm allergic to bureaucracy. It really does my head in. And you see so much of it, especially in public health, like the wastage, the absolute wastage of, of funds um, and the inefficiencies in the system that um, the Bitcoin standard down the track could fix. If I say Bitcoin fixes this, I really think it would help help healthcare. Um, I'm sure you're aware of things like crowd health in the U- US. That's um, that's a an alternative to health insurance. Like it's just changing incentives for people. Yep. Um, I think that's something Bitcoin really does well. It really aligns the incentives, but it really it is a completely they say you upgrade your operating system when you're on Bitcoin. It's a whole different way of looking at the world and it's it can be frustrating because you walk around and you're looking at everything in your day-to-day life and you're, yeah, you're saying, oh, that's that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, that's, it's so true. Yeah, you just well, got to be. I mean, sorry, Bre- Brando, so you sent me that text today, right? What? I mean, I don't want to dox you completely, but you're like, you know, it's just oh, yeah, no, with your not, your. What do I say? I'm so over this. Shit I'm just so over this shit. I just see everywhere wherever you. It's the same as you're just. You know, yeah, just, I, I work for local government, mate. Um, yeah. And once, but once you see it, you can't not see it. But I've never, yeah. I've never, I don't think I've talked to anyone that works for local government, public health, some other you know government type establishment that <clears throat> that doesn't um, agree that there is massive wastage and red tape and overly bureaucratic nonsense, but it just doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, it's and like... It's, and it's just, just the mentality of people that are working in the profession as well. You sort of had all of your creativity and innovation just hammered out of you. Yeah. Um, and I really try with my staff to really get them, get them thinking don't worry about the policies, use your brain, but it's tough. People just want to revert to what do I do? What, tell me what to do. I'll do it. Because they're afraid, right? Yeah. Ultimately, they're afraid. They're afraid of, you know, doing the wrong thing, being sued, not being able to pay their mortgage, whatever. They're afraid, right? Perfect. And that's okay. It's, okay. it's right to be afraid. Perfect example. <clears throat> so we've started doing these little um sausage sizzles like barbecue things for because we have a, a I, I work in a library so we have um believe it or not an increasingly um increasing homelessness right in our area um and people aren't eating they're coming into a library for a safe space a place to just nap even um so we started just running the odd little sausage sizzle to try to target them <clears throat> and we're totally lit i'm probably fully doxing this no one's listening we're doing this entirely <laughs> under the radar, right? Because we know if if we mention it to, you know, the powers that be, there'll be have to be a risk assessment. A health and safety. A, a health and safety. All this ridiculous stuff to cook a fucking sausage for, for a homeless guy. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's the same. Like I've been... I'm pretty happy with the stuff I've done at my work. I've got some really high-tech, state-of-the-art, treatments out to the country but it's it's a battle it's a mm. massive mental battle going feel like you're going to war every day to try and push things forward where the easy options just to 
just to shut up and take it. So. Right. Well, let's yeah, go positive. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's not have, end it. Have on you this. ever had a hole in one? <laughs> ever? Have you have you ever had one? Hole What's in that? One? Sorry. Have you ever had a hole in one? No, no hole in ones. No. Have you ever even... seen seen a hole in one? Uh no. No, same. I was talking that today. Oh, there goes my positive. You've never seen one. I've never seen one. I played my whole life and never seen a hole in one. I um I played golf when I was twenty, and a, a mate, a schoolmate of mine, came off beaming because he just got a, ho- a hole in one. But you never saw it. Never saw it. Yeah, no. I don't believe that's it. as close. Was he by himself? No, no. There's oh, like okay. a few behind him, like <laughs> looking like oh Pete. Anyway, um, what it's, is- it's funny you see, you see um YouTube videos of good golfers that are going to just hit golf balls on a par three till they hit a hole in one. Yeah, and they're there for days. Yeah, they take ages and ages and ages. ages. Um, okay, what else? I'm trying to go positive. What is going to get your wife over the line to take you up to Cairns? Good question. Probably you boys harassing. Yeah, me. I was going to say, oh, <laughs> us going. Oh, yeah. yeah. Us probably not going. Yeah. Probably going to um, it's awesome. I would thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Not being the Cairns one, but it will be great. I'm very jealous. Um, and Dazzle, I'm sure, will be playing some music. Oh, well, that might push her back. Uh, I should have gone I should have gone to the Beechworth one. I only found out about that one literally the weekend it was happening. So, um, yeah, aiming to get up there. We'll see what I can do. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Awesome. But, yeah, definitely need to talk to more talk to more Bitcoiners. Fuck yeah, definitely, mate. Well, next time there is one and next time we're the same one, I would like to play golf the day before. If you're keen, yep. we shall play and we'll pull in um, Pete Dunworth, Gaz. Gaz Larkin. Who else plays golf? Andy. Andy. Uh, yeah, there's plenty. There'll be there'll be others. There'll be others coming. The Daz would have a bit of a hit, wouldn't he? I don't know. We'll give. We'll ask him. He's, Bring he's his pretty guitar. tall. Um, yeah, true. Like, probably awkward, like a basketballer. That was weird. <laughs> Love you, Daz. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right, Tom. Mate, if you want, to, do you want to connect with people, or do you want to connect with people elsewhere, like in on Noster? Do you want us to put the details for your if if you want to get in touch with you, or um, yeah, for sure. would it be people would it be Noster? Where else? Yeah, Nosta, that's all I got. So uh, great grandman on Nosta. Perfect. Um, you can grab me there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not the most uh, social media savvy bloke, but um, yeah, reach out if you want to talk golf or Bitcoin. <laughs> there's definitely going to be people reaching out there. The um yeah, there's a good there's a solid Bitcoin community in Melbourne. I know Melbourne's taken a bit of a kick in over the last couple of years from the, particularly the Bitcoiners, but there's some real solid good Bitcoiners down there too. So. Um, just avoid Bodog. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that the meetup down there, the monthly meetup at the at the pub in Collingwood, might be might have to get on board that. Excellent, awesome. excellent. Um, All right, mate. Mate, really appreciate it. Thank you very much, and thanks for telling us about the project. And good luck with it. Uh, one day, I hope to play a, a round on the golf course. Oh, as guests, no guests of a member. Yeah, yeah guests of a member. Yeah. <laughs> See you, mate. Cheers, Dom. Mm-hmm.